You are listening to a podcast from Mercury International. Andrew Rathbone interviews Richard Hyam, International Sector Head, Finance and Professional Services, about the four key skills needed to help you to develop a better understanding of your customer. Richard, I've heard you talking about relationship management skills, and one thing that you keep returning to is the intimacy and understanding that a relationship manager has to develop with the uh, with his customer. Why is that so important? Well, because that's what the whole thing's about. It's why organisations, it's why boards of directors invest in relationship managers. It's an expensive commodity or relationship manager. So the only point in having one is if that relationship manager is able to clearly understand the customer, communicate that understanding, and then do something useful with that understanding. If they don't understand the customer, they're no use. Okay, you talk about developing this understanding. So what does the relationship manager need to do in order to do that? Well, I think there are two aspects to understanding. There's clearly, if you like, the desk-based approach to understanding, being able to do research, seeing what's going on in their world. But most of it is about talking to and listening to the customer. And these, of course, are skills which relationship managers have. Of course they are. But even though relationship managers know this, I don't always see them doing it. Why is that? because it's difficult to do. It's easy to understand, it's difficult to do. So if it's difficult to do then Richard, what are the skills that are relevant? Well, I think you can overcomplicate this. I keep reflecting back to four core skills of understanding the customer. As I said before, they're easy to understand, they're difficult to do. I know people know this, but the question is, are they doing it? And are they always doing it to the max? And those four skills are, are you good at creating openness? Are you the kind of person that the customer and people in the customer want to open up to? I think that's a characteristic. It's a personality trait, but it's also a behavioral trait. Do you make people want to listen to you? Do you give them a compelling reason to be open with you? Or is it inquisitorial? Is it demanding? Is it aggressive? If a relationship manager consistently gives the customer a reason to be open with them, then the job becomes hugely easier. And that's a skill. But it's obviously not enough by itself. They've got to be really outstanding at questioning. Now, I know everybody has done questioning. But if you listen to the typical conversation going on, say, in a hotel foyer when there are relationship managers talking to their customers you wouldn't believe that everyone has done questioning I hear multiple questions I hear closed questions I hear hesitant questions I hear confusing questions if they got it if they learnt it where is it and I place a big demand on myself to continually revisit my questioning skills it's a fundamental 
So creating openness is the first skill I highlight. The second skill I'd highlight is asking good questions. The third skill is a skill that most salespeople find it really, really difficult to do. Salespeople, by and large, aren't very good listeners. Relationship managers must be good listeners. Picking up nuance, picking up contradictions, hearing the difference between what a finance director said and an operation director has said, and picking up on the difference between them. So, as well as creating openness, having the skill of really good questioning, being a good listener, and the fourth skill, well, it's one that whenever I fail to use this skill, I know I miss a trick. When I do use this skill, the meeting and the relationship go far better. And that's the skill of summarising. It's intriguing to me that when I was talking about this to uh, the partner in a, a firm of accountants, large firm of accountants, and she said to me, oh, I see, I get it. All my professional career, what I've been summarising is what I'm going to do next for my client. What you're saying is, I should be summarising what my client said to me. Absolutely. It's been transformational for her. It's made such a big difference. Well, Richard, you know, I've heard this from you, Mercury guys, before about the importance of asking questions and, and, and listening. And, you know, by and large, I think many kind of salespeople, and particularly those people in a relationship management position, can ask questions and they can listen to the answers. But what is it that creates the, the real expertise here? I mean, you make it sound very simple with these four skills areas, but what is it that creates the excellence here? Practice. Commitment to excellence. Being determined not to settle. To take it from the stage of being good to being better than good. Never, ever, ever stopping practicing, learning and developing these skills. The fact that they are easy to understand is balanced by the fact that they are difficult to do. I know relationship managers know this. What I'm interested in is do they do it? Richard, if I can just take you back a moment. You mentioned a couple of minutes ago about the pursuit of excellence and the, and the role of practice here. Why is, why is that practice important, do you think? Well, from my personal point of view, I recognise that I've got to continue working at this. So I'll practice my questioning and my listening in all sorts of places. I love to practice my questioning with taxi drivers. And it works. It also fills the time. At parties, seeing if I can have a conversation with somebody where I say almost nothing about myself, but through good questioning, I extract everything from them. Interestingly, when I do do that, people will say, hey, that was really interesting. All they've done is talked at me. So wherever I am, I choose to practice my skills of understanding people. It's a mystery to me that salespeople don't practice more. I, I would agree. My experience of trying to encourage salespeople to practice is that it's very difficult for some reason. There's some mindset in there that is difficult to change in that respect. Which is really bizarre, because if you look at the kind of people that we admire and that we look up to. Now, you take a, a Nadal. Why is he 
got to the top and stayed at the top it's because he practices again and again and again he doesn't say well I know how to hit a tennis ball so I can stop now or I did some training last month so I can stop now he spent hour after hour after hour after hour hitting tennis balls and it's the same with a swimmer they spent hour after hour swimming lanes golfers spent hour after hour hitting buckets of balls Formula One drivers spent hours after hours driving round and round in circles they see it actors see it you don't get an actor saying oh well I don't need to practice I don't need to rehearse you take someone like Kira Knightley already outstanding she decided she wanted to be truly outstanding so she's worked and committed herself to develop her technique so why should it be that Akira Knightley or you name any of your your film or theatrical heroes from any generation they work at it so why do we think that oh well I don't need to practice it'll be okay it's it's genuinely bizarre I do know this that the more I practice the better I get I do know this that it's not getting any easier to win and keep relationships so I need to make sure that I'm at my best and that's about practice that's your pursuit of excellence listening to this podcast from Macquarie International. If you'd like to discuss any of these issues with Richard or Andrew, please call me, Claire Newton, on plus four four one nine three two eight four four eight five five.